it's time for milk and screams. Ooh, it's time for milk and screams. Yeah, you get from one intro song to another intro song. This one has lyrics, though. Yeah. Keep going. No, I'm give not. Me, give me a whole verse. That's it. Okay. Well, that's the song, folks. Uh, that's what we're going to... Re- I'm actually going to replace the intro <laughs> baseline with that <laughs> for all the rest of the episodes. Cool. So this episode, you'll hear it twice because it'll intro us, and then the intro <laughs> will be you doing it'll that be, again. It'll be looping, and then you'll hear the snaps, and then you'll know the episode's starting. How are you, Jacob? Uh, I'm uh, I'm good. I'm a little, little, uh, little, 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 little tired. It seems like it because you said little seven times before you figured out what the rest of your thought was going to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm more uh, like not sleepy, just like tired. Like my body hurt. Like it's aching. Oh, yeah. My body hurts, too. <laughs> Folks, we've been back in the gym. Ooh. We were talking about New Year's stuff, uh, you know, a week ago. We said we would, and that's why we're so tired. That's why we're so tired and achy because it's our first week back in a long time. And if you are not aware, if you really haven't been to the gym ever, when you first get into the gym or first time in a long time, that first week, even after just the first day, the soreness that you feel is immense. It yeah. is insane. It pretty much sucks. It's insane how much it hits you your first time back. Um, hopefully next week it won't hurt so much, but yeah. Lord, this week has been nightmarish. <laughs> we've, we've been roughing it. We I've really been, have. I've just been like crawling around the apartment <laughs> because my legs can't hold my weight up. Yeah, it's been rough, but we, we're, we're pushing through. We're, we're keeping it going. Hurrah, hurrah. And today's, a, today's quite a cold day, so... That on top of the workout just kind of has made my head a little foggy. Foggy? Yeah, I'm just kind of like, my head doesn't hurt. Like, I don't have a headache. But, like, my thought processes are, I can feel them being slower than normal. Hmm. So I'm just kind of, I feel like I'm swaying in the breeze instead of fighting the breeze to tell it my opinion. You know? That makes sense. I'm just kind of in it. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, um... I don't know how I feel. Maybe yeah. I maybe I have a bit of that, and I don't know how to describe it. Well, that's how you describe it. Well, wow. I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't know how to describe it, then that's just exactly how you describe it. I don't know how to describe it, but it's different. Oh. That is the description. I, I, thought you, I thought you were being... No, no, no. Like the John Mulaney bit where he's like, <laughs> I don't know should be a valid answer on a test when you're in second <laughs> <Right>. grade. <laughs> exactly. Because that's a lot of information. Sometimes you just don't know. I haven't been around that long. <laughs> God, John Mulaney, what a guy. Well, um, we have, you've seen by the title of the episode, of course, that we're going to be talking about some uh, some records that we think we could beat. World records. Uh, and I, I want to talk about the idea of world records. I think they are pretty fascinating. Not that I've been like this world record junkie for so long right but it has been in my in my life for a while like just the the, the notion where when we were younger the the guinness book of world records was such a popular thing to have and or look through mm-hmm. like it was it, it was almost kind of like the the thing by the water cooler when it came that time of year like that was the thing you were looking through or that was the thing you were talking about was like did you see that lady with the 10 foot fingernails oh she was crazy looking yeah or you know the ripley's believed or not i'll get to that yeah. later um, i love ripley's believe it or not but um but yeah we're going to talk about that but first death 
death this this podcast folks this podcast often turns to death for some reason Um, yeah unsure why well you know it plagues the mind you know (laughs) (laughs) um so when i think about uh thing that everyone's going to go through i often think about if i had the choice you know if i was on death row which i don't think i'll ever be I can't imagine me ever getting to that point. No, I mean, why would you be? Well, I mean, you never know. I mean, Things can I, go horribly wrong. You're certainly a psychopath. Like, that's not the part that we're debating. But, like, I don't see you being the type of psychopath that's going to do criminal action on top of it. <laughs> okay, you're certainly not. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not. Um, but anyways, uh, what would be my last meal? Can we also just talk about the fact that why is it only the people on death row get that? Okay. Like, if I'm on my deathbed in a hospital and they're like, you've got, like, a week to live, how come I can't just be like, then bring me all the food I want, as I am not a prisoner and should be given that last... There's a couple things I need to mention. The last meal, as far as I know, is not really a thing for, for number one, death row inmates, but also death row inmates don't really exist in a lot of places anymore. Right. Like, it, it, it was really only, I mean, as far as I know, like, actually, no, it, it existed in Europe, too, the, the last meal. Um, but, like, America, you know, there's, like, famous people who've had, you know, their final meal be, like, KFC or, you know, other things. And um, the reason I think that it's extended to inmates versus people on their deathbed, like, you know, in the hospital, is because normally at least I, I've actually never been by someone's side when they were dying they don't or cannot eat like their body's in a really weird state of fight or, fight or flight and you're just like you either paralyzed or if you die in a coma mm-hmm. or if you die from a heart attack like you're normally not given the option right of so course. like if, if you're just like super old you know, I don't, I don't know. If you're super old, anyways, and you're just dying of old age, which is a really weird thing to say. I mean, I don't know. Um, you're not throwing down a 16 ounce ribeye, <laughs> even if you're like not on, not laying down. But in the you hospital. should be given the option to try. I mean, or I like if if I'm like if I've got like stage four cancer, right? But, and but, there's no and there's no shot of me coming out of it, and I'm like, like I haven't been severely, you know plagued by it yet but there's no shot of me coming out of it there should be a point where i'm like hey i want all this food that i can eat like all these things yeah i want them and if i survive sure i'll pay you for it oh yeah that's the thing too about paying for it i I never really thought about that but like yeah i don't know inmates don't they don't have they have complete autonomy like they're like they're awake and alive and they're like it's just some kind of weird courtesy so, thing. Even to that point, if I'm like dying of old age, I'm not going to slam back all the food that I've got listed here for what I would want as my <laughs> final meal at this current point in time. Yeah. So like maybe I would get like, I, I don't know. So imagine some old person whose favorite thing is spaghetti. Maybe they just want like a, like a uh, bigger uh, bowl of spaghetti and pasta and meatballs than they normally have. Even, it would cost like $17. I mean, like, come on. I mean, dude, like, like I love creme brulee. Like, I don't want eight ramekins of creme brulee. Like, <laughs> like maybe they want like if there's if it's a someone who's really close to dying, like maybe they just want like a little a little little bowl of spaghetti. But let's not talk about that. Let's talk about our fantasized version of dying. So, the Grim Reaper, Reaper the Grim Reaper, <laughs> Rick Rick or Grim, wrong saying. 
he walks in and says, hey, guys, time to go. And we're like, oh, no, but we, we got to eat a, a buffet first. And, and he's he says, like, I'll give you a day. <laughs> okay, I'll give you, I'll give you uh, uh, three hours. You get to throw down whatever you want. It appears right here on the plate. What are you eating? And I think this is a very interesting topic because it can kind of show, like, your personality, I think, and, like, what kind of food you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I think this is a lot, a lot more than being like, oh, yeah, a steak and mac and cheese. Do you think that a person – I don't know why this popped into my head. Mm-hmm. Do you think that a person who at some point in their life, maybe closer to late teen adult life, chose to become a vegetarian, right? They loved meat up until then and chose to become a vegetarian. Yes. If at that point, like they knew that in these next three hours that they've been given by the Grim Reaper, after that they were going to die. Do you think that they would choose meat to have inside of this last meal just to like have it one more time? Do you Um, think they would choose that or would they just choose like a head of lettuce? I think (laughs) (laughs) there are things to eat other than just being... Obviously. But... This is my thing. I, I think it would depend on the reason that they became vegetarian or vegan. Mm. Um, so if they became uh, a vegan for maybe like uh, um, environmental reasons or their own, uh, you know, uh, not self-conscious. What am, I, what am I thinking of? Like their own. Like their um, own morals or like morals. their own religious That's, beliefs or something like that. Religious beliefs or morals. You know, a Muslim guy who is like. You know, on death's door is probably not going to throw down a pound of bacon. No, probably not. So, I, most people respect though. If you <laughs> did, most people, uh, I imagine, would probably not throw down on some steak if they were a vegetarian. Now, mm. there will be some people who be like, "Yeah, I'll have a, a hamburger." Yeah, but you know, maybe not. Probably not. Um, all I know is there's no salad on my plate. <laughs> no, there's not, <laughs> not, not me either. I don't have a single vegetable on my plate yeah. or a fruit. Or I, I thought well, about that's not technically true, but I we'll thought get there. about. Okay, let's start with uh, the first course. Okay, now I thought about having a vegetable side, maybe like some like bacon wrapped like green beans, or sure, you know. I, but I mean, they're pretty good. I, I don't know. I, they're I, good. But it's the but, last thing. It's the last thing you're eating, so I'm not gonna. No, like they're good. Okay, but what do I care? That right. is not better than all the other things. All right, I'm gonna go out there. and I'm gonna say this: mozzarella sticks are probably my favorite thing to eat on the face of planet Earth. Straight up, just fried cheese, and it's so good. And that's my one of my first course options. Okay, um, and. There is, you know, loose rules to this. Like, it's kind of, we're going to go on a three-course system, but we're going to gorge ourselves. So it's not like we're going to be like, you know, and yeah. if, we've, no, if we don't finish, who cares? This is, yeah, this that. is really just a list of all the foods that I love, <laughs> and I'm probably missing some, but, like, this appetizer is, like, four different things, and the main course is, like, 19 different things. <laughs> 19? Dude, I, I mean, I have, I have, like, four, but, I mean, like, I'm not going to finish every single bite. Um, I... I also have mashed potatoes mm-hmm. on my on my list just because it pairs with one of my um, main course items really well. Um, I also have Doritos, nacho cheese Doritos as like an appetizer. Okay, I don't, I don't know what it is about nacho cheese Doritos, but and, and this was explained to me back in like psychology class. Um, but basically, some foods or some sounds or some uh, smells can transport you to like a 
a memory or like a a moment mm-hmm. uh, specifically and like make you happier in that moment. It's so weird. But Doritos for me have always been equivalent to childhood birthday parties. Gotcha. So like that makes sense. If, if I eat nacho cheese Doritos right now, like right now, like I will be so much happier. I'm a Cool Ranch man myself. I am. I, I am not staunchly against Cool Ranch, but if it's your favorite, I have problems. I love them both. I I think nacho cool, cheese. I think Cool Ranch is, is a little better. So much better. But that's like and 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 you'll notice goldfish not on my list. I don't think goldfish are like my most indulgent like. Mm-hmm. Like pleasure, I I think that what I have there, like the cheese, the potato, and the cheese chip, is like perfect. I I would probably start with the Doritos just to get it out of the way, but like that would make me so happy. What's your first course? Um, appetizer. Some of my favorites, of course, Mozzie sticks. Mozzie from anywhere. I don't, not from anywhere. I would want them to be from uh, somewhere. First of all, this Good. has got to be made clear. I would want this to be prepared by a five-star chef. Yeah, someone who knows what they're doing. This yes. is what's this happening. This is not like, you know, okay, I'm, I'm going like, to go down to— Do not serve me mozzarella sticks from Applebee's. Or Hungry Howie's. <laughs> I will shove them into your eyeballs Yes. in the most loving way that I can. So, of course, I would want a cactus blossom from Texas Roadhouse. Oh, it's I thought you were just like— Okay, never mind. Sorry. It's basically like the Bloomin' Onion, but mm-hmm. I'm a Texas Roadhouse man, so the cactus blossom, it's just a bunch of fried onion. I love— Onions, dude. You do. I love, I love onions when it's not just a cold onion slapped on my burger. Do not put cold garbage on my burger. <laughs> if you're gonna put an onion on my burger, make it hot or fry it or, or do something onions, to it. Yeah. Don't put a cold onion and a cold slap of lettuce and a cold tomato on my burger and say that that's good. That is garbage, and I hate it. But I love, I love uh, like anything that's done to an onion. I love and cactus blossoms. I love cactus blossoms. Um. <laughs> And or the rolls from Texas Roadhouse. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't, the honey I didn't butter. put any bread. Yeah, the honey that butter rolls. That was a rolls. mistake. Okay, I have to go back. I'm sorry. I, I have to add a loaf of garlic bread. Please. That's my that's my my omission. That's totally my bad. I did not add a, a thing of bread, either garlic bread or like sourdough bread, garlic bread eyes. You know, that would be my bread course. Sorry, go ahead. I just kind of listed some of my favorite apps from places that I love or just that I've had with right. a meal. So a cactus blossom. Most appetizers that come before Japanese food or like before mm. sushi are so good, like gyoza and like yeah. uh, I think it's called harumaki. They're just like it's basically just things stuffed with meat, and it's yeah. so good. It's so good, and then get like soy sauce with it. God, I love soy sauce. I could drink that stuff by a gallon. I have gyoza in my main course. Yeah. Um. So. And then probably this is another bread, but I don't care. Uh, it's. Pita bread with feta cheese on it. Yo. It's this app from Beauchamp's, and their feta cheese is so good. So I, I think that that dip is literally just feta cheese and olive oil. I we think can, that's all it is. We can make it here if you it's want. It's so good. <laughs> it is delicious. But yeah, that pita bread with feta. It was really yummy. Yeah. So that would be my, those are like, those are like my apps that mm-hmm. I like, that I've fallen in love with over the 23 years of my life yeah and i also I, I think that although i'm going to be gorging myself i want to be able to realistically eat this right um so i some of these are like halves of things so to start out with my main course <laughs> um pancakes with bacon okay and a glass of milk um not dinner uh but i think chocolate chip pancakes with, with with milk and bacon is like so nostalgic and amazing like for 
for that very reason. I think it's just so good. Maybe I, I probably could have put gyoza in my uh, mm-hmm. my appetizer, but it's on there as well. Um, pork gyoza with like some cabbage, maybe some like spice in there with some sauce. Delicious. Uh, lumpia. Ooh, yeah. Lumpia. Lumpia is so good. Oh, I can't, I can't even ever dream of like making it myself. That's how important it is. Who, like, who was it that made it when we were in high school? And then I don't know if you remember this. Someone made it in high school and or someone's mom had or something. And I ended up with this big bag of lumpia. I don't know. And I, I just got it from Nelly's. I brought it. I brought it for lunch for like a week straight and I would microwave it in that microwave in the CHS mm-hmm. lunchroom and just sit there with like a mound of like 15 lumpia rolls and just hound on them. I feel I maybe it was Gabby's mom or maybe maybe Kiara's and Kia's mom made it or something. I don't remember. I thought Lumpia was a Filipino dish though. I mean, it might be. I could and maybe it was maybe it was Sara. I and I don't know. I don't remember. Regardless, Lumpia is great and I I I honestly literally it's probably one of my favorite foods and I only get it every once in a while. Probably even had it since then to be honest. Yeah, I I mean, well, actually the last time I had it was Britney's wedding, but um Actually, I talked about it here on the podcast. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Lupi is great, and I I would have it as like my, my last one of my last things because it's so special, and I would never even dream of trying to make it myself because I would never do it justice, and it's so incredibly difficult to make something like that like fried. It's, it's delicious. Mm. Um, one half of a Philly cheesesteak. Okay. Um, a Philly cheesesteak to me is. Such a fantastic sandwich. Now, here's the thing about Philly cheesesteaks that I think it's very important. You have to get the bread right. You have to get the steak right. And you have to use the worst cheese ever. That combination and, of course, like the location of who's making it is going to Mm -hmm. make it the best sandwich you'll ever eat. I know we talked about it like last episode, like the best sandwich. Right. You know, Philly cheesesteaks are like – it's not like a sandwich. It's like a meat tube. Yeah, it's like a beast of its own. Yeah. It, there it, happens to be bread around all the stuff in the middle, yeah. but it doesn't matter if it was there. Um, And, you know, obviously you can get some onions and peppers. It's not really my thing, but you can do that as well. Um, I think that – I, I had one pretty recently from Philadelphia. Um, You know, whereabouts. Mm. And it, it was so good. I just kept eating. I was like, this is – insane. I've made this myself, but it's not this good. I can't, I can't even wrap my head around it. Um, you know what's coming? Hot wings. Obviously, gotta have hot wings, and I've gotta have like at least three flavors. It, it gotta, it's gotta be mixed up. It's gotta be, you know, you know, either air fried or like deep fried. I, I prefer air fried, but that's just my 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 own opinion. Um, probably either a half or maybe like a third of a New York style pizza. Um, I absolutely love pizza. Yeah, I think pizza is just—it's so perfect. Like, and I know that like <sighs> other foods are like better per se, like more complex, maybe even more tasty. But bro, it's it's pizza. It's How can pizza, you mess dude. it up? I don't know. It's it's so beautiful. Um, and lastly, one of my favorite things to eat when I'm like when I really throw down on a piece of food in general is a ribeye steak. I probably wouldn't have like a big one. I probably have like a smaller cut of one, mm-hmm. but I at least want to have a few bites of ribeye steak before I leave this earth. Of course. Um, and ribeye is so good. It's cooked correctly. So that would be my, 
my main course. Like five different things. Right. I think that's pretty manageable. I get yeah. a few bites of each and call it. Yeah, I would need just a couple bites of everything, except for one thing in particular, okay, which I'm is going to be obvious. I'm excited to see what you got. Um, I need at least one or two bites of Pounder's Pig. Okay. I, I, I was predicting Pounder's would make this list. I don't, I don't want a full pounder's meal. I just want like a bite of the pig. Of the Kahlua pig, okay. That pig is so good. I just, I, I need to have it before I die. Because <laughs> if like, like if I committed some crime in California and I hadn't been back to Florida in a while and I hadn't gotten pounders in years, I'm going to need that one bite of Kahlua pig because <laughs> I need it. Yeah. Um. Any amount, maybe, maybe a couple really well-cooked ribs because yeah. ribs is like, Ribs and macaroni is just my favorite meal in general mm -hmm. as like a like if I'm going to choose something, it's that. And so that's the one thing I don't just want a couple bites of is macaroni. Bring me as much macaroni in as many varieties as possible and I will eat it all with all of the rest of the foods that I have on this <laughs> list because I'm just going to be like double fisting spoons of macaroni. Yeah. I'll go to some meal and then I'll double fist some more macaroni of all kinds. It doesn't matter. Um. Beverage wise, I just want sweet tea for all this, all, all my main, I all have, my main stuff. Milk I, will come with dessert, obviously. <laughs> obviously, I love milk. Be, but it that, wouldn't be milk and screams without milk. No, that will come with dessert, and it will come in multitudes of waves. I will not stop. But for my main stuff, that's all going to be sweet tea. I have three beverages, um, specifically just for the nostalgia purposes and the like consumption purposes. Pancakes with bacon will be accompanied with milk just because that is the best beverage Obviously. for that, uh, that thing. I'm also kind of surprised that cereal didn't make your list. I mean, um, I love cereal. It's good for breakfast to start my day, but I don't like – I love Cheerios, but that's like I'm, – I'm not putting that on my list for hmm. things I'm going to eat before I, I, I mean, die. I probably had it that morning before the Grim Reaper came <laughs> and said, you get a meal. I probably um, already had it today. Coke Zero would just be – uh, you pairs with everything, so it's like you know whatever. Mm. Um, I'd have a glass of uh, red wine. I think that would be a wonderful thing to pair with the steak and uh, maybe the pizza, maybe. And then I have a spiked Arnold Palmer, something mm. with you know some some kind of vodka or something. And the Arnold Palmer would be <sighs> so good. I'd so probably um, I'd want some I'd want some sushi. Any sushi that puts eel and eel sauce and avocado in it like tuna or salmon or whatever. I don't care what fish is inside of it, but give me some eel and eel sauce and avocado and some mm -hmm. sushi. I'm going to throw it back. Um, and then there's a couple things that I experienced in Germany that Ooh. I want again. When one of those being like an open fire bratwurst, like on a big metal cage, swinging over an open fire for however long until it's fully cooked. Lord of mercy. That was one of the greatest <sighs> things I've ever had in my life. Man. Um, a good carbonara pasta. It's just like, it's pasta and egg and pork and like pepper. And that's basically it. Yeah. And that's my kind of pasta. It's simple. Oh Lord. It was so good too. I don't have any pasta on my list. I'm not a huge pasta guy. I love pasta and I find out more and more how many different kind of pastas that I enjoy. Yeah. I need to broaden my, my scopes a little bit. To get some more pasta in me, because I—I mean, I don't mind pasta. It's just not my favorite thing. I think because it was um, pretty monotonous as a kid. It was kind of like, mm -hmm. okay, it's red sauce, but now it has this shaped noodle instead of you know the spaghetti. Right. You know, that's 
I think that's mostly it. Maybe I would have like, maybe like a spetzel too. It's just kind of like an egg dish. Hmm. It's really good. Um, one of our last days in Germany, a group of us went to this restaurant, the name of which I forget, in the city we were staying in. It was like the restaurant there. And uh, two of us ordered uh, this big spetzel dish on top of, um, I think, a schnitzel dish as well. And the waitress was like, I don't know if you guys are going to be able to eat all that. And we were both like, we'll manage. <laughs> Plowed through it. Had no trouble eating both of it. And she was like, wow, i never seen anybody eat so much. And I was like, we, we were both like, it had been a long day, I think. And so we were both just hungry. But... Mm-hmm. Man, that was so good. I, I I'm, I'm getting prob- so hungry. I remember. Right now. I might even be remembering it better than it was because we were so hungry and mm. we were just chowing down on it. Those are the best meals. But man, that was good. So I probably have something like that in there because it's. I mean, the carbonara has egg in it, but I like I like something that's egg based. It isn't just like scrambled eggs, you know. Right. A meal that normally has eggs thrown in it is normally a really good meal. Yeah. In my experience. Um, dessert. Uh, dessert. So I'm going to put three things on dessert and they're not going to be at all shocking. Um, chocolate chip cookies. I think they're perfect. Amazing. Um, and I would love to see if this list at all changes as I grow older, maybe my taste will mature a little bit right. more, but I think chocolate chip cookies are just by the time you're amazing. 60 and it says caviar, caviar, red wine. Um, I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> what else is yeah? What else uh, is mature food? Tuna. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like tuna right now. Maybe I like it when I'm sixty. Um, banana pudding, mm-hmm. which is my all-time favorite dessert, and a pack of Reese's. Yeah, that's what I'm ending my my life with a pack of Reese's. Yeah, if I have uh, the choice, obviously. And I would high five you as I also went to get my Reese's at the end of my dessert because that's the end of my dessert too. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> um, yeah, bread pudding that has to be from Desi's. I've had bread pudding from many a place and nothing comes close to bread pudding from yeah. Desi's. I would love to try and make bread pudding sometime. It'd be fun. That would be cool. That would be fun. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll make it out of Texas Red Hospitals. Mm. That would be good. I did have a chocolate bread pudding one time at this place in like Fort Walton or Pensacola, I think it was called the Five Sisters or mm-hmm. something. Super good. Wasn't Desi's level, mm-hmm. but it had chocolate in it, so it was a, it was a different Extra kick. Yeah, it was different. So some bread pudding, and some brownies. Brownies are my favorite dessert because mm. brownies are. I don't know what it is. Like cake is great, and yep. you know, cookies are great. I love cookies, but something about brownies for me is just. They just hit different for me. Mm. They're so good, especially when it's like a, a really chocolatey brownie. Like it's like triple fudge type stuff. Yeah. And it almost feels like there's a liquid chocolate inside the brownie, even though there's not because there's that much chocolate. Who? Man, I'm really getting hungry. Dude, I, I feel like what we should do after this, just make a big old pot of macaroni and just like slam it. Like, a, Yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going <laughs> to watch the first episode of season three of Daredevil. Just, just slamming macaroni. <laughs> um. I think I'd probably get a slice of cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory, mm. too. Cause you I, have a favorite? No. I mean, the Reese's one is good, but, you know, it's... I don't remember what I got last time. I do remember, because I don't like cheesecake very much mm-hmm. um, normally. I do remember liking it, whatever I got. The classic is really good. There's, like, a tuxedo one. It's, like, a chocolate, vanilla, something else, something, something. I don't remember, but it's really good. I haven't been in a while, so I can't 
pick out a favorite, but if I was, I, you know, I'm on death row and I got the three hours, I'm going to have them bring me a cheesecake factory menu and I'll look through it and I'll find <laughs> one that I want. <laughs> or um, three. <laughs> and then probably to top it off would probably just be some more macaroni. <laughs> I've, on With some Reese's, of course, but Reese's chopped up. In Lord, it. man, just get like no. pro- probably is like a dessert at the end. Just give me like Kraft macaroni. Like with all the rest of the meal stuff, like give me baked macaroni and really well done and fancy macaronis. But like if I'm at the end of it with my chocolates, just like give me some craft macaroni that I can just shovel mm-hmm. down and swallow without even having to chew. Come on. All right. And then a whole bunch of milk, bunch it- of 2% milk <laughs> surrounding me. You won't even go whole milk on your deathbed. I, I mean, I love all milks, but man, 2% is so good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's actually not true. I don't love all milks. Vitamin D milk sucks. I never I don't, had vitamin D milk. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know what's different about it. I don't even know what two percent milk means. Besides, it's like two percent fat or something. But like, I don't know what they do different. I don't care. But vitamin D milk sucks. Don't ever get it. Um, especially right. not on your deathbed. Let's take. Let's make this a little bit of a, a challenge. Three items. It can be for any course. You can mm. do the same course. You can skip dessert. Three items. Which ones you picking? Mm. Of everything. Everything. You only get three. Only okay. get three items. Macaroni. Okay. Can that just still encompass like just as a concept macaroni? Sure. Baked or craft or whatever. Sure. Like it's macaroni. Yes. Um. Lord, this is difficult. It is. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. It's it's very hard for me too. I don't know. I'm going to try and choose one from each. I think I, I, mean, I made myself pretty easy this way. Well, actually, that's kind of difficult because macaroni is in my normal stuff. That's not possible. Okay. I probably just won't pick anything from the appetizer, mm. which is fine with me. I, I mean, I would love – yeah, nothing from the appetizer. So I'll go bread pudding. And then I'll pick two things from the meal, which is going to be macaroni and it's a toss up between maybe ribs or a whole bunch of sushi. Yeah, that's hard. That's so difficult. Obviously, macaroni doesn't go with sushi, but I'm just picking of like of the things that I really enjoy. I think I'm going to go sushi. Okay. I think I'll go with sushi because if I'm only picking three, I'm gonna get to have a lot of sushi, and I could bang down some sushi. I'm trying to think if I should eliminate dessert. No, I shouldn't. No, I, I could. I I have good things in my appetizer stuff, but none of which I wasn't okay with getting rid of. I neither. It's be a toss up. I probably flip a coin, but between mozzarella sticks and Nelly's mm-hmm. or Olympia, and then hot wings and banana pudding. Yeah, Monty Six would be the best choice, but I can't say no to Olympia. It's just so good. Yeah, it is so tasty. It is very good. I like I said, I haven't had Olympia in such a long time that I can't, I can't share in the love of it with you. Uh, I remember it's been, it's been years. I remember it being very good, I mean, but I mean, at least it's been at least a year for me. <clears throat> yeah, anyways. it was high school. I don't remember what year of high school, but I'll even if I just guessed senior year, six years. <laughs> That's crazy. So. <laughs> Wow. All right. So that being end of senior year, like of 2016, tail end of senior year, six years. Oh my 
2015 is when we started the senior year, so <laughs> six and a half. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> seven if you did the math weirdly. Please stop. <laughs> High school was so long ago. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Okay, um, let's not think about that anymore because we already thought about death enough. Now the real reason you came here to see if you could also beat these world records that we're going to list off that you probably can't because we're going to beat them with such a time and or amount that you couldn't possibly try. So let's let's talk about world records in general. Do you have any favorites? I had a I had a stint where I was I I still love Rubik's cubes and all of the Rubik's mechanisms, but there was a stint that I was just like super into it. Hmm. And there was this guy whose name I forget, but he he solved a Rubik's cube. And what they do is like at these tournaments where these also count for records is they bring out. They have like a set algorithm. They take a solved Rubik's cube and they give it to a bunch of uh, volunteers or workers or whatever. And they have a set algorithm that keeps randomizing in front of them to do to the solved Rubik's cube to make it some random, you know, combination. Yeah. So they do that algorithm and then they send it off to be had in the tournament. So it's covered. And when the player sits down, they uncover it and they have a minute to hold the cube and examine it, obviously without making any turns or anything. Mm-hmm. And look at you know what their method is going to be. They set it down and they have their uh, like a timer thing that senses their hands in front of them. They solve it and they hit their hands back on the timer. The timer stops. So they have a minute to look at it. And this guy solved the Rubik's cube in I think it was four point four two seconds. Insane. And I've I watched the video like a million times. Yeah, it's insane. And he it was four point four two because he messed up. I remember watching an interview afterward and like they slowed down the video. And he like he did two turns and then realized that he could do something faster if he didn't do those. So he did the two turns back and then did something different. And so he like had to revert some of the things he did in 4.42 seconds. He's and he'll making, never get that chance again because that, that there's not another combination that'll be exactly like that if he ever does it again. No, and then I think someone recently beat it and got like a 3.7 or something, which is crazy fast. Yeah. But that that's one of my favorites just because. I mean, I still love Rubik's solving, but it's so impressive. Like those same guys will do a two by two in like 0.5 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, I love endurance ones. So mm. like, there's been some I've seen on on YouTube, um, where the guy did like a plank, and he did it for like eight days. Like I don't, he's abs, he's like. In his 60s, I think. I mean, I wrote down the world record that I found for a male plank was nine and a half hours. Maybe I'm thinking of days days instead of hours. So maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It's probably hours. Okay, that's probably... But, like, yeah, I mean, nine and a half hours. No, I'm I'm mixing up two... I'm sorry. I'm mixing up two uh, records. One of them was, like, running record. It was, Mm. like, most time... Like, most time continuously running, you know, with interval breaks or whatever. Right. And I think he ran like nine days or something like that. That's insane. Um, so like he would run all day, sleep for four hours, run all day, sleep for four hours, run all day, sleep, and then yeah. But he did it all indoors on treadmills. Um, now people, I enjoy that is the most boring thing. Oh, we're to, gonna get to boring ones to do like as a person. Like if I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna run more than just in one place like i want to see stuff while i do it all day yeah i don't know um but um world's largest afro is a very funny one 
it's changed over the last couple of years, a couple of times. It's it's natural afro, so it's you know like right. like you can't like do anything weird to it because you see like ones in movies that are obviously fake that like look larger than life, mm-hmm. but like the one that actually won, it's like a diameter of like I mean I think like ninety inches. I can't remember exactly how how much it is, but it's not that big compared to like what you see in movies right. or like you know um, in cartoons. So that's cool. Um, I like um ones where like guys in like um india and like eurasia uh break things with their head yeah that's hilarious or like the people that have like they lay down and they put concrete blocks on their stomach and some other dude takes a sledgehammer and breaks it on their stomach and they do as many as they i always see it i'm like why why just do it yourself and do it on the ground (laughs) instead of on a person yeah he doesn't need to be here they 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 do some really whack records over there, and I absolutely love it. It's 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 hilarious. Have you seen the ones like people hula hoop the heaviest hula hoop, and it's like it's like the biggest and heaviest one they can. These things are like twenty feet in diameter, and they weigh so much. And the way they hula hoop it is they have to like, they have to like you know do three sixties with their body while also like walking in a circle, mm-hmm. and make sure the hula hoop never hits the ground. So they're like. They're kind of teacupping like a Disney World. Like right. they're spinning in a circle while going in another circle. And that's how they have to hula hoop these things. So funny to watch too. Cause like they're so concentrated because it, you know, it's so heavy and they're just spinning in circles with another big circle going around them. Like what the, the lady, one of the ladies who did it is literally just in the middle of the street in her neighborhood, just hula hooping. Wow. It's so funny. And people are like outside of their houses, like watching her. <laughs> what is happening in my head? <laughs> wow. That's crazy. It's so funny to me. Um, well, there's uh, a record. Let's just get into it. Um, Ones that we think we could beat yes. or that seem beatable maybe by someone semi-easily, maybe not by us. Because there are a couple I have in here that like, maybe I could do it, but someone probably could. The world's biggest pizza. I can make the world's biggest pizza. I feel like I've seen these pizzas, and they're pretty big. The it depends on what you're looking at. So there's a diameter and then there's a length. Right. So the length one is probably the easiest to beat. You just need another, you know, you just need to make it longer. And it's, you make the amount of dough and you have a bunch of volunteers. You stack up some kind of platform for the dough to rest on. You dress the dough and then you have a, like a oven that like wraps around the, uh, top of the pizza, and then you just keep sliding it down until the whole pizza's cooked. Yeah, because I was gonna, I was gonna say like as you said that when I worked at Howie's, you know, we had one of those ovens. It's just like a like a rolling rack that cooks right. it, and then like if you just kind of because it keeps sliding, so if you yes. just kind of put that end of the pizza on a platform and then just kept letting the pizza go yes. through, that's true. Yeah, I do not know what the I just thought of this one so because I remember we we're talking about records and I kind of just jogged my memory. Um, I don't remember exactly the exact length, but it, it, they did it on like a uh, Olympic track, so it cannot be like more than like a thousand feet, maybe, right? Um, in length, diameter, I do not know, but I think I can engineer. I can't engineer, but I could like hire a really good friend of mine who's an engineer, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> whoever, to make <laughs> <laughs> to make a gigantic furnace and we can make a big pizza like i'm talking like 60 feet in diameter it'd be hard 
It'd be and, very and, difficult. And there'd be a lot of fails. Like, and I've seen people make like pancakes with a giant griddle and a giant robotic arm to mm-hmm. flip the pancake. Like that was really cool. I think we could. I, I think we can en- make a way to make the pizza big. That's it. I mean, sixty feet is a lot of feet. Maybe I'm going. To, let's just look up what the record is in diameter, because I know the record. I know we could, with the right ingenuity, beat it in length. Just keep the oven rolling, and eventually we'll beat the person who did it before us. Okay. The largest pizza measured 122 feet 8 inches in diameter, and it weighed over 26,000 pounds. Had 9,920 pounds of flour, 3,960 pounds of cheese, a thou, uh, a Where was I? I don't know. 1,763 pounds of mushrooms, 1,984 pounds of tomato puree, and 1,984 pounds of chopped tomatoes. That is apparently the largest pizza. And this is, is this from Guinness? Do they have a picture of it? Uh, it appears so. Uh, wow, my goodness, look at this thing. They got like... Oh, my God. Cranes. Okay, so they had this crane swinging over it. Okay, so imagine like yeah, they it, got like construction equipment building this thing. Yeah, a parking lot, and then there's this, there's this huge circle in the middle of the parking lot, and they have cranes like going over it. It must be there must be like a flat top like cooking the bottom, like all these elements underneath cooking the bottom. I guess. And then the so. top maybe would be like a broiler kind of swinging over it, cooking the whole thing. That could work though. We can make it bigger than that. Um, bigger cranes. Yeah, uh, the largest pizza. That's on Guinness World Record that is just kind of by size, not by diameter, is uh, 13,580 square feet. So imagine a pizza that is 13,580 feet long and one foot wide. Okay. And that'd be like the area of it. So That's a a lot, though. Imagine making it one foot wide and then making it two and a half-ish miles long. Yeah. That's about the – obviously, they did it much, probably much more square than that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they, they use the same method as the other guy. And you can see in the picture, like, the... Uh, oh, jeez Louise. They're in, like, a huge arena building type thing. So, like, it's it's contained in a building, but just... And it's so expensive. Yeah, in terms of imagining the size, just imagine a piece that was, like, two and a half miles long and one foot wide, and that's okay. about the area. Okay. We could do it, though. I mean... Yeah, for eventually. sure. I could make a two and a half mile long pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> Anyways... That's one I think that is is is, is in the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. If I can th- think about a way to make it better, how about I give you one that I could beat now? Now, okay. If you gave me two balloons, oh, whoa! The record is keep two balloons in the air using just your head. What oh, do you, what do you two think? Two balloons. Use keeping in the air using just your head. What do you think the record is time wise? Okay, I'm gonna guess thirty six minutes. It's a minute and nine seconds. Get. Out. I could beat that right now. <laughs> Get me outside with two balloons. I'll beat that right now. Does it have to be outdoors or can it be indoors? It could be indoors. But I mean like... Two balloons I, I, like, though? Two balloons. Like, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I, it would take me a few tries. It wouldn't be first try. But like give me like a week maybe. Okay. And I'll do that no problem. A I, minute and nine seconds to I mean, keep two balloons in the air? To be fair. Yeah, you could definitely do that. I feel huh. like I could do that. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like that's definitely... In, feasible 100 percent. yeah i didn't see all the rules but i'm like obviously it's like i don't know 
they have to be blown up to a certain size, but obviously mm-hmm. I wouldn't keep them too small. Otherwise, they wouldn't float as long. Right. Cut science. Right. So, like, I mean, come on. Just hit it up really high and then go to the other one. Hit it, like, what? I, I'd be moving around a lot, if, even if I did that method. But if I did the method yeah. of, like, keeping them close and just went, like, if I got in a rhythm, unbeatable. Unbeatable. I'd be yeah. on I feel like I could do that. That's tough. I know one balloon would be probably a way harder one to beat. Honestly, I would probably want to do it out. You know how when you hit a balloon forward, it goes forward and then kind of like stays and falls straight down? Mm-hmm. I would probably just do that. I would hit one forward with my head and it would fall straight down. And I would hit the other one with my head. And then as the other one's falling straight down, I hit it forward. And I like I would just want to do it in a straight line. Mm. I don't know what the optimal route is, but I've thought about this a little bit since I saw this. Interesting. A minute and nine seconds. Come on. That's, that's, that's 69 seconds. Like, yeah. obviously, I don't want to beat it because, like, good it's job, perfect. ultimate power. But, like, <laughs> I want to beat it. Okay. All right. I feel like I could do that. Okay. This is one I've done a little more uh, thought and research into. It might be on your list, but I don't know. Counting to a million. I have – isn't this the one – I don't have this on my list. Isn't this the one that took some dude, like, three months to count to a million? Yeah, it took him – 89 days. Yeah, okay. Um. He, So take us back to 2007. This record, as far as I know, hasn't been attempted. Maybe it's been attempted, but it has not been beaten since then. Right. Um. So this guy live streamed 89 days. I don't know if he did it in continuous form, but he has the, the uh, maybe it was, maybe 89 days is the uh, amount of time it took. I don't know, like like streamed. You know what I mean? Right. Um. You said a million or a billion? A million. Million. A, that's what I thought. Now a billion would take you like so long. Two hundred years. So, so long. That's out of the question. Um, and he did it in two thousand seven. Did roughly eleven thousand words a day, or no, numbers a day. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, if you never stopped, and you did every second was a number, which I'm guessing just one million seconds would equate to about twelve days, like mm-hmm. a, a little, a little under twelve days. So this is my plan for how to beat this record. Okay. Um, it's hard because he average. It's hard to know without watching his streams. Um, the average he may have done like fifteen thousand one day instead of you know uh, right you know whatever. And I don't know exa- if this is how he did it, but this is how my brain thinks to do it. Take all of the numbers that are the longest to say, seven hundred eleven thousand. You know seven hundred eleven. Mm-hmm. You know whatever. Take all those numbers and lump them in or, in whatever order you want in the beginning of your journey through this and slowly get to the smaller numbers. This way, if you start from one and go to that, you're going to be running out of steam by day 30 and you're going to be – it's going to be way harder to keep track. Have a list of numbers printed out one, you know, one, two million. I don't know if it has to be in order, but – I imagine it does. I'll look. Um, Maybe I can make be the first one to do it, you know my way and, and went in the record for that. Um, and then once you do that, you get to the last, you know, whatever I would also, and this is just my brain. Maybe this wouldn't be possible, but I would attempt to go 24 hours, sleep eight hours, sleep eight hours, 24 hours, sleep eight hours, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I can accomplish like four day in four days. I would accomplish if I kept his same rate, um, he did 11,000 roughly every mm-hmm. 16 hours. I'd be like, you know, a little ahead of him. Um, and I would hope to get done in 60 days. So it looks like 
Okay, first of all, this record is actually not a time-based one. It's highest number counted to out loud. Oh, highest number counted to? So, so I, he counted to a million and then stopped. You could just go count to a million and one. Oh, and, no. <laughs> but okay, that to say, I think they have to be done in chronological order. Okay. If you're doing that record, though. Yes. Okay. I mean, I imagine most records that evolve counting have to be done with the numbers in chronological order. Okay. But the record itself is highest number counted to out loud right and it was not a specific amount of time done i mean he did like 16 hours a day for however many days like like you said it, it was said like 11.2 thousand per day yeah, it was roughly. like 90 days and it was I, 89 days yeah you're I, right i do not have 89 days like i would need to that's what i'm saying it would take planning i would plan out okay what are the numbers that take the longest to say say those numbers first and then go from there like once you get to like day 15, you've gone through all the hundreds of thousands mm -hmm. and then you get into, okay, you know, now you're doing everything else. And it's, it's kind of a downhill slope from there until, until I would end with one, obviously, cause that's just right. the finality of it. Um, I think, I think it can be done and, and I know why it hasn't been attempted since then because nobody yeah. has the time or the dedication and this guy's a legend for doing it. Yeah. Um, but I also thought about because I, I thought about hundred thousand. So that's got to be pretty easy, you know, like beating that record. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, well, is a million possible? Like, is it like it would take too long? But a million is possible. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I mean, you could just like I said, you could just go count to a million and one, hmm. and then no one will try and beat you for another fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing about it is, once you hold those records, like they don't they don't get you money, like really. They get you a plaque. They get you a plaque and some notoriety. That's pretty much it. I mean, I'd like a world record plaque. That'd, be, That'd cool. be cool. That would be cool. And I would get it for bouncing two balloons for a minute and 10 seconds. Well, you should try and do that. I want to at some point. I think that would be fun. This one is a team of two one. Okay. And it also seems pretty easy. Okay. It I know is, I wouldn't be your teammate, but I still want to hear this. You never know. It is leapfrog jumps by a team of two in 30 seconds. The rules of which state that the the jumper has to be on his floor before the before the person that just got jumped jumps. Okay. L Leapfrog jumps in 30 seconds by a team of two. What do you think the number is? I'm going to guess 18. It's 32. Okay. That's and way too fast. I think that's beatable, though. That's yes. Like, that's just barely over one, one a second, and I feel like that's very beatable. Seeing that in succession has got to be really cool. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I think that's definitely beatable. It would take an elite athlete. I, I mean, if you were partnered with, like, Simone Biles, like, she can leap over you, and you can leap over her with ease. But the problem is that she would leap over me and then go an extra 10 feet, not realizing that she's just too <laughs> powerful, and then no. I'd have to run to catch up with her to jump <laughs> over her. No, you would need, like, an elite athlete. Like, I think you could be the partner of that person trying to break that record. Mm -hmm. Like, I could not. I would not be that fast uh, in my current state. Right. Like, if I was... I don't know. Give us two months. I would need six. Six <laughs> <At least>. um, <laughs> D. <laughs> that's, I mean, I don't know. It does more than one a second. Yeah. It's really hard. It looks, it looks beatable though. Look, I, like I looked at a lot of records that are just not beatable. Right. Not by me at least, but this is one that I looked at and was like, I could beat this. Mm -hmm. Not as easily as I could beat balloons, but I could beat this record given the time and the training. Yeah. This is one I could get to eventually. Okay. Okay. I, I did put in here for gigs, uh, highest jump by a guinea pig is 20 centimeters. I could jump higher than that. That's a joke. 
<laughs> Twenty centimeters. Come on. Come on. I can jump higher than that. Come on. That's like ten inches. Come on. Yeah. Not even. That's less. Than the 10 animal inches. training ones are interesting too. They are interesting. Yeah. I've seen the. There's some competition. I forget which state state it's in, but it's it's a frog jumping competition. And so they grab these big frogs and each frog gets three hops and the frog to hop the farthest in three hops wins or whatever. Hmm. And some of these frogs will jump like 10 feet in one hop. It's crazy. It's crazy. They get these big old frogs and then (laughs) it's real. It's really fun to watch. I haven't looked at what the world record of like the longest hop by a frog is, but I imagine it's pretty far. I imagine it's in the 20s or something feet. All right. This is one I think I could have done in retrospect. And it's more funny than it is realistic. But I still of think it, I still think it's 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 definitely just doable just by the law of the world. Um, host SNL the most times. <laughs> isn't the rec- isn't it like six times? Or it's something? six times. Yeah. So I'd only need to host it six times. I would host it like seven times to you know make it you know the one extra. Um, this is how I would do it. Step one: get cancer. <laughs> uh be younger than i am now you know whatever age i need to be uh step two uh making my make-a-wish to make <laughs> to be the, the that was what i was gonna say yeah. is be a make-a-wish kid get to host it clone myself do it again i wouldn't i wouldn't i would want to my make-a-wish to be host snl like six weeks in a row. Right. So like I would like did be like running gags throughout my my stint. Mm-hmm. The last episode, all of the, you know, uh other people who had that record would want to, you know, assassinate me, you know, like like right. they, like that'd be the whole bit of the show. Um I also thought about like what would happen if I like died on like the fourth episode. <laughs> <laughs> Danny DeVito silently pumps his fist like yes, yes he didn't beat me. <laughs> gotta keep it. Oh man, like <laughs> Alec Baldwin. For, for the record, Danny DeVito is the one that holds the record. That wasn't obvious. It, I thought Alec Baldwin was uh, one of them because there's, there's multiple. Oh, are there? there multiple that have six? I'm almost positive there's multiple. That's fine. I out. know Alec Baldwin is one of them. Um, Danny DeVito, um, Justin Timberlake is one of them as well. He's the, he's done it six times. I'm almost positive he he's at least done it four. So I know he's e- either in the running or has one of the records. He's he's hosted it so many times. Uh wait, hold on. I think six might six might be the wrong number. Is it really? It might be. Uh-oh. Okay. Um Oh yeah, it's definitely the wrong number. Oh really? Mm-hmm. So Okay, wait. This this is a little confusing, but it seems Okay, so John Goodman has hosted thirteen times. John Goodman. Steve Martin has hosted 15. Alec Baldwin has that hosted 17. What? Uh, I thought it was six. No, it's de- it's no! more than that. This is BS. I they're all part of the five-timers club, but they're, part, they're club. part of it because they've done it much more than five uh, times. Dang I think it. it's Alec Baldwin, and it's 17. And, and it's Steve yeah. Martin, 15. John Goodman, 13. Tom Hanks is 10. Buck Henry is 10. Chevy Chase is 8. Christopher Walken is 7. Drew Barrymore is 6. Elliot Gould is also six. Danny DeVito is six. Tina Fey is six. Scarlett Johansson has hosted it six times. Yeah. Uh, Candace Bergen is five. Bill Murray is five. Ben Affleck is five. Justin Timberlake is five. Uh, Melissa McCarthy, five. Dwayne Johnson, five. Jonah Dang Hill, it. five. Will, he- Will Ferrell, five. Paul Rudd, five. And then a bunch of fours. And... Dang it. 
That yeah, sucks. So it's so, 17. Okay, so either way, if I started now and made my career as a comedian, I could still beat Alec Baldwin if I really tried. It'd I be hard. <laughs> It'd I, be hard. But my, my, my plan wouldn't work so easily. I, I thought he only posted <laughs> it six times. I get, in retrospect, that is a dumb, it does not make sense at all. Be, it says not counting his many guest appearances. It's been 16, not 17. I, mm. 17 is some other. I don't know what math they do. Yeah, but it's, it's 16 or 17. But yeah, it's a it. lot. Dang it. I thought I had that in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Oh, well. Okay, let's see. This is one... This is more one that I think you could beat. Okay. Um, I don't know if I could. I don't know if you have this on your list. I doubt it. But it's uh, saltine crackers eaten in one minute. I was gonna talk about that record. Okay, we can, we'll, we'll we can uh, talk about it now. I was gonna because I was gonna talk about eating records in general. Most saltine crackers eaten in one minute. I have attempted this record before. Now and it's ha- it has to be saltine cracker swallowed, show that it's gone, and then proceed yes. to the next saltine cracker. Yes, I did look at these the rules for this one. Yes, because the number seems so low. You can't even eat six. I'm not joking. I've attempted this many times. Really? You can't even. You've never tried this before? No. I mean, the record is ten. The record's ten. You can't even eat six. I guarantee it. I you and your wet mouth. I'm not even joking. Like you, you have one of the wettest mouths I've ever yeah, been around. Unfortunately, that is the truth. <laughs> you can't eat six. Once you have three, your mouth is so dry and so caked with saltine. I believe you. you just cannot. Eat I just anymore. looked at the numbers, saw ten, and I was like, that seems beatable. Maybe not. By Everybody me. says that. Everybody, and I'm like, it takes an immense amount of trading. I could have ten in my mouth. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like, like I can like stack three, swallow three, and then like eat like seven mm-hmm. and be like. I'm also, no off. drinking is allowed. No obviously. drinking. That's the big thing. And I have racked my mind trying to figure out how to get this record beaten, but it is unfortunately impossible. Yeah, uh, I mean, it seems like such a small number. Of like I said, I've never attempted it myself. I didn't know this record existed. Excuse really? me, existed. Yeah, it was a big thing in my neighborhood. Like, someone was like, hey, Jacob, <laughs> you think you can eat 10 crackers? I'm like, yeah, duh. <laughs> Hand me up crackers. I'm like, I tried. <laughs> and it was not You got easy. to like four. <sighs> yeah, and they, it was like, you got 10 seconds, better eat four more. I'm like, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was, it's hard. I, I would love to make a valiant effort to beat that record. Mm-hmm. This but I just eating it. record. This isn't a world record. I just happen to think of it because you said that. One of the guys I watch on YouTube, his name is Mr. Fruit. He's got this whole crew around him. One of the guy, one of the guys, his best friend, his name is Rob, and um, he's like one of my favorite people on the planet. Just because like he is so unabashedly himself. Like he will say anything, and it might make him sound stupid, but he firmly is aware of that and or believes it or whatever. Like. He's going to talk about what he thinks he's going to talk about no matter what. And it's Mm -hmm. hilarious. Um, But he was adamant about the fact that he could eat 50 Reese's in 30 minutes, like full size Reese's in 30 minutes. He was confident that he could. A lot of PB. And he like barely hit 30 before. Like he got he got to 30 before Mm -hmm. half an hour hit. And he's like, <laughs> like heaving over and like someone had thrown his food out accidentally he was supposed to have like a dinner meal a little couple hours after that and like the whole squad was all together and they bought him food everyone bought themselves food and then they just thought his was trash for whatever reason so he didn't get his meal afterward after eating 30 uh. Reese's 
But point being, I just that was just an eating one that came to mind. I don't know what the record is for Reese's in a certain amount of time, mm. but he barely got 30 in half an hour. I guarantee I could not even get close to 30 in no, half an hour. Not full-size Reese's cups. The sugar is too much. Not on would, your life. It would make your stomach bust. Um, we talked about this right before the episode started. Um, chicken wings in 30 minutes. I was like, okay, you know what? When I was really hungry one day at church, we had the wing bar there for like mm-hmm. the meal before church, and there was a ton of wings. And I had 46, which is way too many. They were small wings, but they are there was way too – that's way too many. Shouldn't have been able to fit 46 in my little tummy. This person did 501 wings that is in ins- 30 minutes. That is an insane amount of chicken wings. How many, how many pounds of chicken wings? Hold on. Um, yeah, it's like fifty pounds. Or Is there pounds? a converter in Google for chicken wings to pounds? <laughs> <laughs> if they're one ounce chicken wings, or if they're two ounce chicken wings, um, uh, they're. Let's see. The average raw wing weighs about three and a half ounces, which means that there are between four and five chicken wings in a pound. I don't know what it is cooked when it's cooked. Uh. It probably loses a little bit of weight. Yeah. I mean, so I'm going to, I will guesstimate eight wings, eight cooked wings is a pound. That sounds right. So whatever 501 divided by eight is, that is so many. (laughs) That's too many. That's so many. That's like, what is, that's like over 60 pounds of chicken wings. Isn't, yeah. I couldn't dream of eating that much. I don't know what the exact number is because my brain is so foggy, as we've mentioned. Foggy. We'll assume it's eight. Yeah, 62.625 pounds of cooked chicken wings in how long was it? Half an hour? 30 minutes. Good Lord. Imagine eating two pounds of food every minute and then some. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> two pounds of food a minute. That's, a, I mean, I can do that for the first three minutes. I can do that for the first 30 <laughs> seconds. I could get a pound in in that first 30 seconds. Which yeah. would technically be on pace. And then I'd be like, ah, I don't know if I care anymore, guys. You, you have to train for that. So, like, you know, she probably hit, like, 450, like, in her training, you know, moments. Yeah. But she, and, like, she did that multiple times. This is a woman. Yes, a woman. I've, I've seen a couple videos of... Uh, like like a woman will eat like an like an entire group or like in one sitting, insane. Yeah, um, eating records are insane. Like they're just out of. The, I don't even think there's even a way that besides maybe the saltine cracker. If I found a way mm. to beat it, someone ate like two and a half pounds of mashed potatoes in one minute. I can't imagine eating that much mashed potatoes in one minute. Like it seems like an easy thing to just like pop in and swallow, but two and a half pounds in a minute. Come on. Yeah. Here is one that's food, but it's not eating. That I this is another one that I like. I really think that I could beat. Okay, it is arranging the alphabet in the alphabet soup letters in a certain, however quickly that you can. The current record for the time is three minutes and twenty one seconds, which seems kind of slow to me. Yeah. So are you arranging it in the soup? In the soup. I don't know. I couldn't really find like the rules of this one. I assume you were arranging it in a bowl, which would be hard. That would be difficult, but... With a spoon, that's even harder. 
But like, I feel like three minutes twenty one is a little slow. I have never eaten alphabet soup. I also have never eaten alphabet <laughs> soup. I've had spaghettios. I've had o soup. Oh, spaghettios! So I, good. Ugh, I love I spaghettios, cannot, dude. Dude, I hate. Dude, that I is my childhood. You're talking hate. about. You know how you feel about nacho cheese Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> that is the visceral reaction I have when I eat SpaghettiOs. Dude. That is... Disgusting. That is elation. That is... That, that is, makes me That gag. is happiness inside of my mouth. Uh-uh. I'll, nope. Mm, so good. Nope. Yeah. So, three minutes, 21, to arrange the letters of the alphabet in order, assumedly in the alphabet soup. Yeah. I don't know whether what if it's there's a spoon not, like, or with your hand. All the letters or, in there, you know? What if they forgot it? Uh, uh, oh. Are you not guaranteed to always have all the letters? Maybe I, you're not. No. Maybe you're not. But I imagine that if you all the letters weren't there, then it wouldn't be. Because most of the time with like a Guinness World Record, if they show up to watch your record versus like you sending in a video, you get a certain amount of attempts before you just don't get it. But yeah. like if I'm sending in the video, then whatever. But like if, if they came to my place of residence to monitor it or whatever, then... If I had a soup that physically it couldn't have been done, then that wouldn't probably count as a strike against me of attempts. It would just be mm-hmm. an invalid one without counting against me. But regardless, I think that's a beatable time. I think so, too. Just under three and a half minutes to get 26 letters in the right order? Come on. Go on. Collection records. I did see one of these that is just not beatable ever, but go with yours. Really? Go with yours. I think eventually, and I actually hope to get a collection of these eventually, like just in my mm-hmm. in my residence, shot glasses. I want to collect shot glasses. My th- mom collects shot glasses. Really? Mm-hmm. I think that it's a fun, common thing to collect, and I don't know what the current record holder is, but I think it'd just be a fun thing to collect, and I would love to be the world record holder for the most shot glasses collected. Um the other two I have just listed here, just are for fun, are gravy boats <laughs> and blankets. Um, blankets is a weird one. Yeah, I, I figured that blankets wouldn't be a good a, a good one to collect because it takes up so much space. I figured I I could be the record holder because you know. I mean, in my mind, it'd be a good one to collect because it takes up so little space. Like if you just had a corner in your garage and stacked blankets, like you could probably get. A thousand blankets stacked just from floor to ceiling, depends just on, in a corner. Depends on how big the blankets are. Sure, I'm right. If they're uniform if a, size, yeah. If there's a record for it, they probably have to be of at least some certain size. Right. But per your uh, query, the record for shot glasses owned is held by Brad Rogers of Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, geez, would he's you, in Vegas. Would you like to guess the number? I'm gonna guess forty thousand. No, you, it's eight thousand four hundred eleven. So, oh, I could definitely beat that. Easy. No, no shot I would ever beat that. Not it would take me life. decades, but I could beat it. He's had this record for over 20 years. I like in 1999, I guess, is when he first started having the record and has built upon it since. Mm. Uh, yeah, almost 8,500 shot glasses. Yeah, I'm sure his collection's grown this since then, too. I wonder if there's a number for. I'm going to look up Gravy Boats and Blankets real quick just because. <laughs> um,. Yeah, I mean, blankets is probably a little more common than I'm making it out to be. Um, there's a fastest time to drink one liter of gravy. Ooh. It's uh, 38.22 seconds. Gravy. Mm. A full liter. A liter. Mm. I don't see... Um, There's a comedy film called My Summer Story about some dude who's frustrated about accumulating gravy boats. 
So there's that. That's the <laughs> third link on Google. Cool. I have this in the in the in the, in the bag. Um, fastest time to eat a cucumber also comes up, which is twenty seven point one six seconds. To eat a cucumber? Yeah, I feel like that's pretty beatable. Yeah. Twenty seven seconds to eat a cucumber? Apparently. I'm nom 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 done. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just did it. <laughs> Him and my record. There's uh most blankets piled on a person. I don't it doesn't look like there's a collection record. Yeah. It's I think it's just because they take up so much space. Once you fold them, they get really thick. Probably. I saw one. There was a woman who has the record for uh the largest teddy bear collection. Oh no. It's so many teddy bears. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna guess ten thousand. It's twenty thousand three hundred sixty-seven. Mm, that's too many. That is so many teddy bears. The picture showed up. To, I don't want to look at it ever again. But the picture showed up, and it's just like beds of teddy bears, mm -mm. and they're all just like looking at you. And then there's like you open a closet and it's teddy bears. And then you look at the ceiling and they're glued to the ceiling. And it's like, I don't know if they're actually glued to the ceiling, but I imagine <laughs> if you're if you got space for all this, you gotta make the space somewhere. You open up the toilet seat. <laughs> there's one pin to the toilet seat. <laughs> and one being waterboarded in the toilet water. <laughs> you open the oven, that's a bunch of burned charred teddy bears. Um there's one of the fastest time to build a 30-level Jenga tower by a team of two. Ooh, this would be fun. By a team of two. I again, I don't I didn't I couldn't find the rules of this one. I don't know if it's one piece at a time. I imagine it is. Like you have to alternate putting one piece down. But 30 levels by a team of two is 2 minutes 51 seconds. Uh, I've never played Jenga. You've never played Jenga? No. Nope. Didn't you play the big version with us at Fine Arts like years ago? Maybe. But I definitely wasn't good at it. Because <laughs> they had a bunch of two-by-fours that we stacked as... Uh, yeah. Or maybe they were two-by-twos. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, team of two, 30-level Jenga Tower, 2 minutes, 51 seconds. Not bad. I imagine it's one piece per person alternating until you get to 30 levels high. But I feel like that's beatable. Obviously, once you get to a certain height, you got to start going a little slower because yeah. it'll get a little wobbly no matter what you do. Right. But I think that's beatable. Of course, a Jenga Tower being three blocks laid the same direction and then another level the three blocks laid perpendicular and then mm -hmm. you know three blocks three blocks three blocks three blocks three blocks three blocks up to 30 i feel like that's beatable yeah um there's one here that i don't really understand it's the most expensive hot dog commercially available and it's 169 dollars couldn't you just open a shop and put on a hot dog there that's like a thousand dollars and then just beat the record. No one will ever buy it. What do you care? You probably don't even hold hot dogs in your store. I don't know. The, those records, I think there's specific rules that have to verify, like, the cost of the product and then your, then your markup. That's my guess. Um, but, like, I'd probably just get, a, like, a bunch of gold. probably got some freaking gold leaf on I'd it. I'd probably get a bunch, like, a saffron and gold dusting. Because I saw the picture of it, and it doesn't have, like, the gold stuff. It's, like, it's a bunch of meat and a whole bunch of, like, sauces. Hmm. It looks like just a very thick hot dog. One that I'd probably enjoy looking at it. <laughs> but, like... I would just make a hot dog and be like, haha, two pinches of saffron, gold dusting layer that adds no flavor, $700 hot dog. My world record now. Yeah. You know, that's what I would do if I cared that much about having the world record, which I kind of care for some reason. <laughs> I'm not really sure why. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I just had a couple that blew my, that kind of blew my mind that I would never dream of beating. 
There's just a couple. Yeah. Holding a this is the male version of voluntarily holding your breath for a certain amount of time underwater. Mm-hmm. It's twenty four and a half minutes. It's, yeah. How on God's like I've seen the videos of the people that do like that breathing thing where they're like, you know that's that's really dangerous for you if you don't know how to do it right that mm-hmm. thing. But Lord, twenty four and a half minutes to just be like face in the water, holding your breath. Yeah, man. I used to try and hold my breath underwater for amounts of time. I used to as well. Well, like, especially when you were younger, you would always have like breath holding competitions at pool parties or just, you know, whatever. Yep. Um, my older brother for a while, when he was a lifeguard, whenever he was like on break, if he was just spending time in the lake, he would try and get better and better at holding his breath. So he would sit down there for like two, two and a half, three minutes and try and get better at it, which I think is fun. But, you know, I don't I guess I don't really have a reason to be able to hold my breath for a long time unless I'm just awaiting the apocalyptic flood that is not going to oh, come. Other but than like, in this record, there's literally no reason for it. It's no, yeah. <laughs> like, like if if you're a surfer maybe that like chases big waves, you need to be able to hold your breath for a long time because right. you get held up. Like, like you know, I, I forget what movie it is. There's some movie where they're training to hold their breath for a long time because they're chasing big waves. And... I feel like it's Dennis Quaid. I don't remember, but he's like, he's counting the minutes after the dude gets crashed by a big wave. Cause they're, they're saying that you need to hold it for at least five minutes for this one wave that they're chasing. Cause like once it crashes over you, like waves are going to keep coming and you're going to get held underwater for a long time. So mm. you need to hold for at least five minutes. So like it cuts to him underwater, like struggling. And then it cuts back to him counting the minutes on his leg with his fingers. So like if you're a surfer chasing waves, you got to be able to hold your breath. At least according to this movie. I'm not, I'm not that either. <laughs> um, but I've always wanted to be able to hold my breath for a long time. I don't think I have a record for myself. I'm, I know that I've held it for like at least a minute 45. Yeah, like at least. Maybe for me. Um, I don't know if I've ever broken two minutes. I've never timed myself. Not in a long, long time have I timed myself. Let's do it right now. Three, two, one. <gasps> this is my nose. doesn't count. <laughs> 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 and then there is one for a hundred grams of pasta and fifty grams of sauce in a certain amount of time. It's twenty six point six nine seconds. Mm-hmm. That's fast. It is fast. It's only hundred grams though. Yeah, and that that's why I was looking at the pasta box earlier. Oh, really? I, I was looking at what a serving size is, and a serving size is about it says fifty six grams. So a little less than two serving sizes of pasta, and then fifty grams of sauce on top of it in twenty six seconds. Roughly. That's pretty fast. Pretty fast. Pretty, pretty, pretty beatable. I think so. Yes. I think it's beatable. Blew my mind. I don't think I could beat it. Because. Yeah, 26 seconds is, is really fast. Pasta is one of those things. Like, that's hard to, especially with the sauce as well. Like, that's the kind of thing that you just got to be able to get in, chew like twice and swallow. And I can't do that with like spaghetti. Yeah. Like, because, you know, you got long noodles. Like, I can't just swallow that without chewing. I would choke and die. Immediately, probably. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's all the ones that I found. I I want to be this balloon one so bad. That <laughs> seems so easy. Yeah. I'll have to look into it more and see, like, if there's a video of the guy doing it. Or, like, maybe it's more difficult than it seems. It, it may be. I, 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 think, it, I think we are overlooking it a little bit. Because, like, w- the balloon 
coming back down, there's only a certain amount of time before they get too far away from each other. And you have to you have to keep them close to each other. Right. That's the strategy. I imagine. Yeah, I imagine the strategy is keeping them very close, almost like a seal, just like bouncing back and forth, like one, two, one, two, one, two, one. You know. Mm -hmm. But like for a minute and nine seconds, I f I want to be able to. I want to do it so bad. <laughs> as long as they they don't have to be blown up so big that they get in the way of each other at the distance yeah. that you're going back and forth. They're so unpredictable. Doable, Sorry. doable. That's the one. You know what? By the end of the year, I will have beaten this record. That's a that's a good goal. By the end of the year, I will have done this in a minute, or I will have done it for over a minute nine seconds. Yeah, I would say you're 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 going to be beating it by fractions of a second. I would say like your time probably be a, a minute eleven. I'm okay with that. It's it's yeah. I'm okay with that. It's, I'll it's submit it. I'll get the plaque sent to me. And then at some point, someone will beat my record, and Guinness will say, send us back the plaque. And I'll say, no. They'll just make them a new one. Yeah, probably. But, like, <laughs> my plaque will no longer be useful, but all the people I meet from then on in aren't going to care enough to look up on their own time whether I still hold the record or not. Right. So, like, exactly. I will never have to lie and say that I have it because they're never going to care. <laughs> if someone has beat it, they're going to be like, ah, world record. I'll be like, yeah, you couldn't ever do this. Don't try. Would you ever uh, do a record for pink collecting? Maybe. I would never even get close, but I do love pink collecting. Well, you know what? Let's find out what the record for just pink collecting is. Hold on. Uh, world record for most. Do you think it's uh, six, di six digits? No. I think it's five digits. I imagine it's a five-digit number. Huh. It's a lower number than I thought it was going to be. The largest collection of decorative pins belongs to some dude in India, Arvind Sinha, mm. and is 18,431 individual pins. That seems like a very low number. 18,000, though? Obviously, that's yeah. a lot of pins. But, like, like even on that board, there's, a like there's probably a little over 100 pins. Yeah. So, like, 10 of those boards is, like, a thousand pins like you can buy a hundred pins for like a hundred of those disney collector pins for like fifty dollars on ebay yeah do that <clears throat> twice a year yeah so like hold on let's do, let's let's do some math okay so you do it once a month yeah honestly so like if a hundred pins is fifty dollars then uh then a thousand pins is uh, some more amount of dollars. <laughs> some um, more. It's five hundred. Like a thousand would be five hundred dollars. So then, if you're trying to get to eighteen thousand, so a thousand is five hundred dollars. So five hundred times eighteen, like that's nine thousand bucks. Like if I just went to eBay and spent like ten thousand dollars and kept buying yeah. bags of a hundred pins for fifty bucks, I'd have it beaten. Yeah. It would just cost like nine thousand dollars. I think it would have to be displayed too, probably for the record. It'd have to be displayed. Just displayed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll buy some cork boards for another um, two thousand dollars. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. But yeah, it's that, definitely doable. That's I, I thought it was doable. gonna be way higher. I did too. I was expecting a five-digit number that was like peaking towards six. Yeah. Like getting towards the hundred thousands. That it's seems crazy. beatable. Yeah. Okay. We got some work to do. We do have some work to do, and uh, we're gonna have to get to it right now because that's the end of this episode. That's true. So. So sad. Aww. Does it have to be the end, Kyle? Yes, Jacob. Okay, I heard, I heard, sorry. God, I'm so sick of telling you 
how it is and then you gotta ask me questions just <laughs> accept just go just shut up and do what i tell you without asking questions okay i brought you into this world i could take you out of it <laughs> <laughs> No, you didn't. Quit lying. I've never lied once Quit in my life. Quit lying to our audience. Literally never lied once in my life. And that's the truth. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. What?